Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, Randy, the boss of Betterment. Angston, what's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. I was looking outside, and uh, when you said Scottsdale, it was in my head, it's always sunny Scottsdale. Not today. And yeah, what happened? It was like, it was nice, and all of a sudden I got here, and it little gl- yeah well you brought the I brought the gloom you brought the cloud with you man I don't know about this something as long as it's all I'm bringing down here yeah no doubt so you got that big beard growing how long are you gonna Dude, let that go? go I don't know let me with the foot long mark again I'm gonna knock mine down today actually oh, got the holiday party this weekend I gotta look dapper oh I'll you know fresh get it all cleaned up yeah I gotta keep him like groomed so Black Friday just ended Cyber Monday technically just ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we're whenever you're hearing this, we just had our Thanksgiving holiday, Black Friday, and the numbers that are coming back from uh-huh. our clients' campaigns are astronomical when it comes to ad spend, which is zero. Ninety percent, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent done on email. I know we did it just under forty k here. Beautiful. Jason did 40 plus K. We've had plenty of 20, $30,000 mm-hmm. clients. And it was all done through that Black Friday workshop that we gave to our private clients and our Iron Circle members. We did that Black Friday and you saw the email that came from Scott yesterday. Yep. Never's made more than $1,500 in a Black Friday. He made 20,000. How about it? It's awesome. It's amazing. I love that. Like, those are, this is one of my favorite campaigns we run all year. I mean, you want to talk about good, big cash flow. Yeah. This is the opportunity to do that for the year. Big cash came in and what's really cool is done all on email. I mean, some people spend a couple hundred bucks on some ads, nothing crazy mm-hmm. like in a regular campaign, but over three days doing twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in revenue, all done online. Yeah. And I think the majority of them that did ads were either some sort of retargeting or yeah. things like that. So it was intelligent use of those funds. So that was one of our workshops. And the reason I bring that up is because we just launched our automation workshop dates, and that's going to be here in uh, Scottsdale, well, actually in Chandler, Arizona, at the Keep headquarters down in Chandler, which is about 30 minutes south of Scottsdale, and that's going to be February 6th and 7th. We've got a, a, a website set up for that. Yeah, it's pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. So if you're interested in a client life cycle, this is something that when we do, for instance, we've got a client coming in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. To work one-on-one with us to build this out, we charge about 10000 for that. Yep. So for this workshop, we're going to be doing it in a group setting. We probably can only do about 20 people in that room in order to do it the right way. So if you're interested in doing that, you're going to be using Keep, the software, and we get you the great best deal on that. So you'd have to go through us on that. But we're going to spend two full days working on your client automation for your gym. Yeah. Period. It's a beautiful thing. All these touch points. What do we call it? The life cycle? Client life cycle. Client life cycle. Yep. So the client journeys from lead source to nurture to book appointments, to post-appointment confirmations, to conversions, non-conversions, no-shows, cancellations, cancellations of memberships, and all the re-engagement and everything in between a completely automated system using email, SMS, and voicemail. This is a turnkey solution. If you're looking at something that's going to change your entire 
game for 2020. This, we've had some really good workshops in the past. Oh, yeah. We did our ultimate funnel workshop, mm-hmm. the Black Friday workshop. I'm saying without a doubt, the client lifecycle, the custom automation workshop is going to be the best one. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, as a business owner, this is going to take more work off of your plate. It's yes. going to solidify systems that right now the human element is there, right? Yep. People are forgetting to send follow-ups and follow-up calls and things like that. It's so much. I mean, it blows my mind how much these things have built into them and, yep. and the amazing, from every single corner, like it's like a safety net. Once a, a name or a lead or an individual comes into your ecosystem, they're always in there. Mm-hmm. They don't, from any touch, any level of service or not even, you know what I mean? Windback campaigns are built in here and things like that. It's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Long-term life cycle automation. It's just, it's like when you see it, there's a lot of questions that yeah. float around yeah. this and there's a lot of like, well, what is it? We had this on our Cyber Monday deal and we, you know, we had some people that bought and then some people that didn't buy because they didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. If you have questions about this particular workshop or if you'd rather fly to Scottsdale and work two days with me personally, then jump on a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Either way, you'll get the information and can make a decision from there. Yep. So yeah. there you have it. That's our custom auto- well, that's our automation workshop. And like I said, this is going to be the best of all of them. It's a complete system. This is something we've been using here for nine years. Yeah. And I thought like everybody had something like this. And the answer is completely no. Yeah. Like, I thought for some reason. So when we switched from me Fusionsoft to Keep, I had to rebuild it all and I made it even better and it's awesome. You've heard us talking about automation quite a bit. You've heard us talking to, to Clayton Mask, who's the CEO. CEO of Co- sure. We had an email deliverability specialist. Email's not dead, guys, not dead. In fact, $40,000 says it's not dead. Yeah, great weekend to prove how successful email marketing can be. But that's not what this topic's about today. Today's the topic that is very important for the livelihood of a gym and your coaches really, is how to pay your coaches or your personal training, whatever you call them, we call them coaches here, your personal trainers that work for you, how to pay them profitably, okay? There's a lot of buzz around uh, how to pay, co- not, there's not, I wouldn't say there's buzz, but there's a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. And there's a, if there's anything that every gym does different, it's this. I was just going to say, I could take five calls and ask five different gym owners in a week how their, what their structure is and how they're paying their staff. Every one of them is different I know. A, or some combination of the other. Like it's, it blows my mind that there's not more consistency across the fitness industry when well, it comes to that. Maybe there's just not a lot of chatter about it. Okay. There's not a lot of talk around it because it's not sexy, no, but, sure. but you, can, you can bury your business real quick if you, you pay wrong. First thing I want to make very clear to the gym owners listening is you as the gym owner, you take all the risk. Okay. The way you pay your trainers needs to benefit the business. First. First right? Yeah. You take the risk. And too often I'm seeing gym owners trying to take care of their coaches so much that it hurts them and it hurts the business. The next thing you know, they're negative yeah. and they're in bad shape. Yeah. Or they're stuck or they're, they, they can't scale successfully. That's probably one of the big ones that I see a lot is every person that comes into my gym, I'm in the same position as a gym owner, yep. but everybody else is getting more and more, more and more. And more so right. And I paid my coaches way different in the beginning than I mm-hmm. do now. Once I figured this out, it changed everything for me because, well, let's get into it. Okay. So let's talk about a couple of different ways that we're hearing about people paying their coaches. I know that some coaches or some gym owners pay their coaches based on head, like how many people or they get bonused based on, hey, if you have five people or more in a class, you get an extra five bucks per person. 
And that's one way to, that gym owners are paying that I disagree with, by the way. I just throw that out there. Another this one, not, level of service. So if they're doing team training versus small group versus one-on-one, all different pay rates. Yep. Or if they're doing, and additionally, if they're doing things that support the business but not actively training, that's another a, payroll. So four different pay rates. Four different pay rates. So if they're doing admin work, it's one pay rate. It's team training boot camp, that's another. Semi-private, that's another. Could you imagine being their payroll or like having to deal with that? <sighs> No, I and, I and I don't do that. And I don't definitely don't pay our coaches that way here. Sure. What are some other ones? Percentages. So the trainers are in charge of a lot of the sales and they get commissions based on what they sell and then they service that. I've also seen coaches have particular clients on their roster and they get paid for the longer those people pay. They get like a percentage of all of that as they continue to, to groom and, and keep those these clients in the membership. They get percentages of like it's it's almost like an insurance salesman selling an insurance policy and getting a like a cut of the premium sure. every single month. It's like they're building their own little businesses there. Yeah. And yes, I can see why you might want to do that, but it's killing you as the gym owner. It's killing you. It's killing you. And let me explain why. As your business grows, mm-hmm. and if you're continuously paying out pieces of little chunks of little like payments to your coaches and you're giving them different rates, and the more that they, they're getting busier, more money's going out. Your payroll's a moving target all the time. Yep. You can't cash flow forecast because you don't really know what your payroll's going to be. You can get some ideas, but they could, you could have a really big payroll month and a really low one. It's like, really, what are we doing here? We have to have a consistent, fixed operating expense in order for you to overcome that and become profitable. As close as possible. I mean, they're right within reason. Because, right. you know, there might be some little incentives and things like that to change, but the base of it is is understand. It's reoccurring. It's, it's understood. So let me tell you how we pay our coaches here and how we coach our clients to pay their coaches. Number one, a flat rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. We may position it as a salary, but it's basically how many hours a day they work and they get it a per hour rate. And they have a block schedule. So we have two schedules here in the gym. We have a 5 a.m. to noon and we have a 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. In between that 12 and 1 is when we do our meetings. Mm-hmm. So there's like a changing of the guard. Like all the coaches are here at the same time. So we'll do like Tuesdays, Thursday meetings. No matter what they're doing during those hours, they get the same payment every single hour of the day. Well, Tim, well, what if they're not training a client or what if they're doing something else or may, what if they're in the meeting? They get paid the same no matter what they're doing for that hour. It's almost like take it back to the punch. They, they clock in and clock out. And what they do during those hours doesn't matter. Sure. I'm paying the time. Yep. And so we could have a coach training a boot camp. And then the next hour doing a semi-private training with five clients. And then the next hour doing a semi-private with one client. And then a team meeting. And then maybe there's nothing. And they're doing other stuff. And they're getting paid the same. Yep. And I love it. I agree. And it makes it, sense. It's a, it's a mathematical equation that makes sense. We figured that out over time. Yeah. And we pay our coaches fairly. Now, you got to remember every city and town in America and Australia and Canada is going to be different, but we're in line for what they do. So what they do here at our facility is the program design comes from our fitness director. Our director kind of builds the programs out. And the coaches, our only job is to facilitate a great training session. They don't need to sell. They just need to have a great experience for the client, not hurt anybody. Yeah. And yep. for that, we pay this. Yep. Yeah. And the, the beauty of that is you're not all over the board. And the one thing that we consistently talk about is the experience is controlled by the facility in that environment as well. Right. You know what I mean? You're not paying 
each trainer to come up with their own program design for the clients that are their servicing, which again goes back and forth to the things that we've talked about in the past as far as controlling your business and ensuring that the business is taken care of first. Your trainer should be executing the program design from the facility because if they're doing the unique, you know, think about this way, guys. If your trainers are coming up with the program design, choosing their, their own clients and doing this, who's running the business? They are. Whose business is it? It's their business. It's their business. It's not your, it's your name on the side of the building or whatever it is. And you're, you're taking all the risk. You're you doing sign, all the marketing expense, yeah. but, but they're the ones that are controlling the atmosphere and the experience of the client. And that's a bad position to be in as the gym owner. What yeah. happens when they leave? There you go. What happens when they leave? You think that they're going to stick around and just give another trainer a try or hope that the experience is the same with somebody else? No. Yeah. And this happened from a call today. And I'm not going to use any names. We had a coaching client that he said to me, and he's been doing this for a while, longer mm-hmm. than I have. And he said, hey, sometimes I look in the mirror and I say, like, why like guys like you, Tim, or some other guys out there can have this business run and operate without them involved, a great experience, their bills are paid and everything's fine. And I can't do it. And as we got to talking about it, we, I, it was very clear to me, it was, it was a staff. Sure. staff. Without your staff and your team, you can't run a successful business. And the way his business was structured was they all got commissions. And even though he, like, say, for instance, did some Black Friday deals where he discounted his rates, he made it clear to them that they weren't going to make as much in commission. But by the time the checks came out, hey, where's my money? Sure. It's all about, you know, they had some buy-in and to get the numbers and then they want their full pay and now it's us against them. And it's like, man, the reason why our model works is we're completely a team. We have mm-hmm. a block schedule. Every client trains with every coach. Number one, every client trains with every coach. The coaches don't have a roster of clients. Mm-hmm. They just don't. And there's other models out there that that's the way they do it. That's not how we do it. And we've been doing it just fine this way. And it keeps the, it's a, for a couple things. So like as the clients bounce around from coach to coach, if coach one ends up leaving, it's seamless for them yeah. to start working with another coach. Easy transition. Sure. And our clients get to book any hour on the hour of the day. And it doesn't matter who their, who their coach is. They're going to come in and train that hour. And so the flexibility of our clients now can train at any time of the day. Hey, I can't make it at eight today. Can I come in at three? Yes. Hey, I can't come in at three. Can I come in at six? Yes. Yes. Can I come in tomorrow at 6 a.m.? Yes. 7 p.m.? No, because that's our training session's over by then. But, <laughs> yeah. but like pretty much any time. So if a coach is out of town, sick, or they just have a religious holiday or whatever it is, no problem. We've got another coach that can fill in the blanks and not, it's seamless. And we have a team environment and everybody's here for one reason, and that's to service our clients. Yeah. Deliver the greatest we're results ser- possible. We're serving. And in his atmosphere, it was what are you doing for me as the Competitive, yeah. Yeah, it's all about me. And while I do have some admiration for the fact that his coaches do sell, we just, we're at a point here, we don't need that. And so our coach's sole focus is not to sell, is to facilitate a great experience and take care of our clients and care. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winningjim.com slash grow. And now back to the show. 
Well, and you touch on that, then who in the organization does hold that responsibility? So anybody who's looking for something like this to implement something like this, yes. how would they structure something like that? So yeah, our fitness director, Zach, mm-hmm. you guys have heard him here on the podcast. He was a great, had a great episode, a lot of good feedback on his great episode. Stuff. He's our salesperson. Now, if he's not available, we have other coaches and Kelly and these people at the front desk can sell. Sure. If somebody needs to change their credit card, they can go to the front desk. And we have this kind of like, again, teamwork approach and to- it's fluid. It's very fluid. Mm-hmm. And hell, I've even come in and signed people up because for whatever reason, like on a Saturday or sure. something, somebody wasn't available. Yeah, just jump in there, sign them up. No you problem. mean you work in your gym? I, one time. <laughs> one time I did. It's not a regular thing, but hell, I'm not going to turn down oh, a membership for, sure. you know, just because I don't want to come up here. Of course, <laughs> I live two miles away. I'll just come on up here and do it. But that's why, if I can say there's one thing, it's that. It's the team approach to, to the, the business. The common good. Yeah, the common yeah, good. Yeah, sure. Here's a question that I get all, all the time because I kind of explain that to some of our coaching clients and mm-hmm. things like that as we're talking about staffing and, and so forth. How do you incentivize somebody? How do you take the coaches that are essentially on a salary and encourage them to kind of over-deliver or go the extra mile? Do you guys have set bonus structures, commissions, or things like that that they can actually earn additional revenue with? Well, I recognize my coaches in, not in a structured format, but for instance, I'll give you a great example. I thought one of our coaches was doing a great job. Sure. I got with Zach and I was like, hey, this coach needs a raise. They just mm-hmm. need a raise. She's doing a great job. And here's how I do raises. Hey, come here, coach. I'm not going to say her name. Hey, come on here. Hey, I think you're doing a great job. I'm going to give you a raise today. Look at that. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> and, and because they see that happening and it's not structured, they work harder. Sure. And they know that it's being recognized. If I completely ignore them for two, three years and I never even have a conversation with them, no, no. But like, I'll see it and I know it and I know they're doing a great job. And I'm like, hey, come here. I got to take care of you real quick. And I just do it. And there's no, you know, and Aaron Burley, the one that brought this up, it's like, your tenure at a business doesn't guarantee you any raise. Sure. If you're doing the minimum, that's what we're paying you for. Sure. And you could be doing the minimum for five years and you're going to get the same rate, the same pay for five years, but you're doing the minimum. When you're doing above, like when you put 31 pieces of flare on, <laughs> if you're doing the bare minimum, right? What a great the movie. Ben- Benigan? The Benigans or Shenanigans uh, it's, uh, in the movie? It was Shenanigans. Shenanigans? Is it Shenanigans? It, it's based off of Benigans, I'm pretty sure, but- what was the name of it in uh, uh, Office, office space. space? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, they know that they're going to get taken care of. It's just this unwritten rule. Sure. And I don't know if that's the right or wrong way. It's just the way I do it. Sure. And that's how they work harder. Now, we also give them additional things. So, for instance, for this one particular coach, I knew that we needed somebody to do a little bit better with our accountability. So, we put her in charge of that and we gave her a raise as part of that. Sure. So, now the bare minimum is to do the accountability and, and do this. And sure. now she's getting paid for that, but she's happy to do it because she's making what she wants to make and she's working her ass off. Sure. So, that's how I incentivize them. Gotcha. You can incentivize the team on, uh, oh, another thing is our capacity bonus. Yeah. That's what that, that is a very cool. I was going to ask about that one. So if you go back to, I don't remember what episode. It's the one that we had Zach on. When Zach was here, Zach came up with a very cool way to incentivize our coaches to help with retention. Yeah. And basically he did some equations and he said, if X amount of hours in the completely in the quarter is available for coaches for training, and if I have a coach that's at 70% capacity, they're going to get X amount per session served over that quarter. So what that does is it incentivizes the coaches in a one-time check at the end of each quarter 
to make sure their clients are coming in. Sure. And the, we know that the more that they come in, the longer they're going to stay because once they drop below, let's say eight times a month, we're going to start seeing those cancellations happen. So not only are they incentivized to keep their clients happy, they get the, the nice capacity bonus. Sure. Right. And so. And they're so, going to deliver a great result too, because I mean, you're at the end of the day, like they're not, your clients are choosing who. Are they choosing who they're training with? They can. They can on the they schedule can. when they yeah. self-schedule. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, I mean, it, it does, I don't want to say it creates a competition, but it almost creates like a healthy competition by delivering a great result. Like yep. it, it puts the trainer in a position to want to serve the client and, and perform at the greatest so that their capacity, people want to train with them. Perfect. You know yep. what I mean? It's not a like taking food off each other's plate because it's not done that way, yep. but it does incentivize them to fill their capacity to the greatest that they right. can. Right. And I think that's genius. And, and it kind of was, it was the reason this kind of came up was we wanted to increase retention, obviously, but it was like, well, what benefit does coach one have to train five clients this hour versus coach two that's only training two? Like, are they working harder and they, there's nothing for that? Well, it's now the capacity comes in and like, hey, well, hey, I'm doing five versus your two. I'm going to end up getting an extra percentage of per whatever client I serve over the next quarter in a one-time check. It's a nice check that I, I delivered in the team meeting. Congratulations. You're at this. It's not much. It's like maybe five hundred to a thousand bucks, and but that's a one-time thing sure. per quarter that that they're getting on top of their normal pay. So, sure, all so, great points. Well, the one thing I don't I don't think we mentioned earlier was the the pure commission or pure independent trainer model. And mm. That one, I think people that are still running that have a, your job is entirely different. It's, yeah. it's almost like not running a personal training gym as much as it's running a business that facilitates personal training. That's true. So. What you're talking about, Randy, is I think it's basically you own the business and maybe you're there to serve basic members. And then you've got these independent contractor Correct. trainers coming in, paying you rent, and then they basically sell directly to your clientele. Yep. And there's a lot of reasons that's, I don't like that. Yeah, but I agree. here's the number one reason. And we did that, right? We did yeah. that when we first yeah, that's opened why I to it. before I knew anything different. We had five coaches all paying whatever it was, 600 bucks a month. So I'm like, cool, three grand on top of my normal memberships that I'm getting. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I found out real quickly when when they're buying new cars and getting you know flashing their ten thousand dollar checks that they just got from a client because they paid you know they bought, sold like two hundred sessions for the next year or whatever it was. I was like, man, something's wrong here. These guys are making all the money and I'm taking all the risk, and I didn't like it. On top of that. Our culture was all over the place. Oh, yeah. I so mean, it was, had, like, it was like running five different gyms within one. And we weren't big enough to even pull that off. Sure. Like if you're in a huge gym, man, they're in each corner. It doesn't really matter. But you can't control the client experience. Correct. Your clients don't belong to you. They belong to your coaches. Yeah. And that, to me, that's a really strange thing, too, because a lot of those facilities have a basic membership that all of these people are paying. Yeah. It's probably 30 or $50 a month. But it's like, what is the client getting for that other than access to that, to the facility anyways, that their trainer is also paying for? Right. It's just, it's a strange thing for me. But then you're not getting that experience from the facility. Yeah. So to, to give you a great point, we had, so five different coaches. One was a straight up CrossFit dude. That was his game. Mm -hmm. Bodybuilder dude oh, yeah. was in there. We had a, these were all one-on-one. -on -one. And then we had this one lady that was training like groups of five with lots of bands and rehab work and older clientele. And then we had another fitness girl in there that was doing like fitness competitions. I remember all this. I remember every one of them. And then, then we had the, if there was any one of these, this other guy was like the most 
well-rounded. Well-rounded. He had like businessmen and businesswomen. Yep. He was doing sometimes couples and one-on-one. But anyways, they all they all had these different things. And if you were to like stand in my gym on a busy hour at 9 a.m. on a Monday or something, you wouldn't have any clue what the heck's going on in there. Oh, yeah. It was funny. I mean, you had you literally had like your older clientele doing rehab work, almost silver sneakers, like foundational work over here. And then you've got one bodybuilder trainer over here poking somebody's glutes, making yeah. sure that the fat was, <laughs> yeah, it was moving its way. I'm like, And they're uh, posing. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. Posing, you know, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and I didn't know. This was the first year we, like yeah. the first of several months. Like it took me about. It's well, my 10 year anniversary with Pulse Fitness this month. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Woo, we'll throw a party. <laughs> How about Saturday? That works. All right, done. I'm there. Saturday's done. <laughs> That's Tim's. Holiday party, by the way. So uh, our 11th he's, annual. He's throwing me a party. Yeah, 11th annual. I'll recognize you in the speech. Oh, yeah. I get mentioned? No, nah, probably not. Probably, everyone knows me already. They yeah. think I work here. They thought yeah. I worked here back then. I know. <laughs> exactly. Hey, guys. As you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. So we changed that real quick and we brought in our own coaches and we just, we took it from that. And the other thing I was doing, which was crazy to me, was I was selling every membership in yeah. that old space. And I'm like, okay, you would probably be a good fit for this coach. And I would hand the coach, the client over to the coach. They would turn around and sell them $5,000 and I got 39 bucks. Sure. And we've talked about this on other episodes. When the door is locked, nobody else is there. No. And you living a mile and a half from that one. Yep. Had to show up at any hour of the day, any time to service somebody who you literally were handing off. Yeah. It was like a, the majority of the money to. But somebody I learned else. my lesson probably within eight months. I said, this sucks. <laughs> and I fired everybody. I was like, you guys got to go somewhere else. Sorry, this isn't sure. going to work anymore. And that's when I made a big change and stuff. But there's client, there's coaches to, or gym owners today still running that play. Yeah, absolutely. And from the outside, if somebody like would still look at that, they would think that's a great model. But mm -hmm. for all the reasons that I said, they think it's a horrible model. And we changed it and we never looked back. Well, yeah. And, you know, to speak to someone of, of an outsider, I mean, you and I were friends and obviously I was training there and we talked about business and things like that throughout yeah. the entirety. But the transition, and I want to commend you on it, the transition that took place in the scalability of the business once yeah. you took control of all of these, oh, yeah. uh, these fingers, it changed the whole dynamic. I mean, the entire, you walk into this facility, it is night and day a different experience than what it was back then. Yeah. And it serves its place in the marketplace, but that is not the position. Those of you listening who are listening to build a business and scale it and be successful and have a business as a standalone operation, independent of your hours in on the training floor and things like that. 
listen up because this is why Tim is where he is today. This is why he has a big, beautiful facility today is because of these changes and that big tra- mm. transformation that took place. And so I've seen that over the years. And, yeah. you know, I speak to that when, when we work with our private clients and the, when they have, I don't want to say reservations or they want to know more of why that, the, that things work out that way. Um, because we have this, we have the proof. Like this is a, yeah. this is something that we've done. I've seen it happen in front of me. We can speak to it because it's the, you saw the lows, you've mm. experienced how not to do it, oh, yeah. made the changes intentionally, proactively, and now the business has, it is today is a direct representation of that work. Oh yeah. I had to learn my lessons yeah. and, and that's what our clients are coming to us for. So we've, we've done this change with clients now yeah, so, yeah, that's what I was with our gym owner clients over and over again. Yep. And that's why we're bringing this up on this podcast, because this seems to be a common thread on like you said, how do I incentivize my, my coaches? Sure. From the way we pay our coaches here, from the business standpoint, we know that's a fixed expense. By the time, you know, when once we get over that as far as revenue, it's 100% profit. Sure. As I gain another client and that coach trains another client, it, my payroll doesn't change. It that's, doesn't pay. that's the thing. You're not scaling the, the payroll. You're not scaling the pay, pay with, with, with the, the growth of the business. Exactly. So once I, yeah, so it's a, like this is, I guess there's there's some other businesses like that, but I'm not going to like think about too hard about this. But the reason I like the gym business is I know my fixed expenses are X. By the time I make X plus one, I'm a profitable business. Sure. So I know that number every single month and that thing ain't moving. It hasn't moved. Other The only thing that moves sometimes in is our rent will go up like 3% a year. That's a big change, by the sure. way, when you're at this number. But our rate for the whole year is going to be fixed. And I know once I make more than that, I'm profit, 100% profitable mm-hmm. from that point on. So that's why I like it. There's some other things, co- the cool things I want to talk about real quick, since this is pr- more of a cash flowy kind of uh, episode. This is, this is some two, two huge things that I did uh, back in the beginning, and I've never changed it since. I know um, you're getting, yep. So when we first moved into our first space, there was this kind of like grace abated rent. Like if you, if you're leasing space, you kind of understand like there's a period of time where you're going to have like a free rent or half rent, or, you know, maybe it's free rent for six months and then half rent for six months. And then your full rent after that. Well, what I did was I was like, you know what? I hate, I don't want to write this at the time was like $8,000 check. Like I don't want that to happen. So what I did was I took my entire lease term in total rent payments, and I added it up, and let's just say it was five hundred thousand. Sure. And by the way, this makes me sick to my stomach that I've paid so much in rent without owning the building, but that's going to be changing here really soon. But basically, then I took the amount of years it was. Let's just say it was five years, and I took the number fifty-two, just fifty-two weeks in a year, and I multiplied it by five. So whatever that is, two hundred sixty. Let's just say. Sure. So I took 260 and I divided it into the total I would pay over the five years. And I started paying from day one weekly payments every week for the entire five years. Smart. My rent didn't change, meaning my base operating expenses didn't change. I could have gotten lazy and not paid the first six months at all. Sure. But I said, you know what? If I ever get into a jam in year one or two or three, I can take a month off and I'm way ahead in rent. Right yep. or two months off, I'm way ahead in rent. So I did, I did this and I paid weekly for the entire thing, and I still do it today. Yeah. 
So instead of writing these fifteen, twenty thousand dollar checks, I'm writing these like three thousand, four thousand dollar weekly checks, and it doesn't. I don't even feel it, and that's sure. a very interesting thing because I remember like trying to figure out how I was going to come up with this eight grand or whatever, and it's like, nah, let's just do this thing weekly, and I don't have to worry about it, and I've never changed, and no landlord cares because they're getting their checks weekly. In fact. I'm always ahead. Yeah, you're paying, you're essentially overpaying. I'm overpaying. Yeah. So yeah. at some point, you could take a month off or two months off and you're still ahead. And you know, a lot of people are like, well, why would you do that? You're overpaying, right? Like for me, it was a cash flow thing. It's cash flow. And that's what you're when doing. I didn't have it, that. Yeah. When I didn't have it, I did, I did it this way. Another thing, and it takes sometimes, this is the second thing I do. In Arizona, our electricity rate goes through the roof for like four or five months. And when I mean through the roof, I'm saying triple. And so for this space, we have six air conditioner units in the space. It's all glass. We get pounded by the sun. In the summer, it's 110, 15, 20 degrees outside. And we can barely keep this at 77 oh, they, uh, degrees. Yeah, you guys, if you haven't been here and don't understand, I mean, six air conditioners is running at their max to keep this thing at a, a reasonable temperature to train. Yeah, 24 hours a day. Yep. So our basically after a year, usually with your electricity company, you can do what's called an equalizer payment. So they're seeing your history of usage and you can say, hey, I want to make my payment the same every single mm -hmm. month. And that's what I've done. I've yeah. done it. So no, that's so my electricity doesn't move. My lease payments don't move. My payroll's fixed. Guess what? I've got a fixed operating expense. I know my number, anything above that. Yeah. And, profit. and anybody who's listening is in Florida, destination cities where you, we have that snowbird effect like we do here in Phoenix. That's a great plan. Mm -hmm. Those are ways of ma of managing cash flow through the times where, I mean, how many clients do we have put on hold? 80 or something? Oh, it's like, the, yeah, 30, 40, 30% of our clients go on freeze. Yeah. For months on end because they're not living in the state during our summer months. So that cash flow stops coming in. Mm-hmm you've controlled the expenses so that you're not spiking, spiking our electricity. The, exactly. Yeah. The expenses to the highest during those months while earning the, the least, least of the year. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't manage things like that, that's how you end up finding out that you don't have another month's worth of cash flow to right. you know, operate. And, so a little, two little takeaways <clears throat> and I, you know, nobody talks about that stuff. It's not really, I guess this is coming from the business operator yeah. side mm -hmm. where you kind of have to live this life to to have these little tips and tricks and stuff. And that's what we teach our clients. And that's how we've been able to get through the tough times, have a fixed operating space, have a great team, team atmosphere. People, oh, and the other thing, going back to the coaches having this block schedule, they don't have to come in in the morning, take a huge break at lunch, and they come in in the afternoon. Their whole day is into like shot with like coming back and forth to the gym, mm -hmm. which is happening all over the United States oh, right yeah. now and the world. And this training business game, like it leaves no room for a life outside of- You're on the, Yeah. I mean, the independent personal trainers I know are pretty much 10 or 12 hour days. They got downtime in the middle of the day when everybody else is sitting at work where they do all their shopping and weird things weird and stuff, whatever. Yeah. But so yeah, for our coaches, you know, we have that 5 a.m. crew that comes in and they're done by noon, right? They're out of here by noon. They have the whole rest of their day to do whatever they want. There you go. It's almost like a real job. Almost. Someday I'll be a real boy. Yeah. And the same thing for the afternoon. They have the whole morning to do whatever they want. And then they work into the afternoon. They work from two, like one o'clock to eight o'clock at night. And that's it. And that's just the way it's always been. Or not always, but for, since we made this change and our client, our coaches are happy, our clients are happy. It gives them flexibility. Our payroll's fixed. That's kind of the point of this podcast. Yeah. So take that and run with it. I don't know who's going to make the change. But if you have questions, if you want help, because this is hard to change sure. overnight. Like this isn't like one of those things, hey guys, this is the way we're doing it now. There's conversations that need to be had. 
there's schedules that need to be looked at. There's cash flow that needs to be looked at. There's a lot of like little nuances of making a change like that. That's how we coach our clients through these changes. But hell, it works. And gosh, it'll make your gym such a better oiled machine, right? It just kind of, it just runs. Yeah, you guys, this is like a, a pretty good glimpse into our coaching program. The intention behind our coaching program is really to build a business built on staffing, on systems, and take the work off of your shoulders as the owner. And what I like about this is that is the fact that when everything we have, everything we bring to the table is done for the intention of growing businesses in the fitness realm. This is the, the conversation. We're not going to have the conversation about you know programming. We're not going to have the conversation about what equipment you need in your facility more, more often than not. It's business decisions it, yeah. that, that need to take place in order for you to be profitable given what you have available to use and what you have within the business that you're running today for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changes may take place and you might, maybe you're firing people, maybe you're hiring people, maybe you're realigning things. But at the end of the day, our coaching program is designed to make your situation as profitable as possible so that you as the business owner can, can have some of that reward. Yeah. Yeah. And the benefit to say working with us is I see things, it's really weird. I can see things that you probably can't because you're in it, right? Yeah, you're too sure. close to so when somebody's talking about their business, I, I'm already taking mental notes about this is probably the reason or that was the reason. That, that was the exact conversation I had with that call earlier was he said, I, I look at myself in the mirror and I can't understand why you can do it. And I, and I just, it, I, he kept talking and then boom, it was this. It was sure. the staffing and the way he paid his coaches. It was us versus them mentality. And that's why he can't get past that. So we made some decisions on the call and he's probably going to be looking for a little bit. There's probably half of his team that's not going to take it well. And that's kind of by design. Sure. And they'll probably leave. They're probably not right for his business the way the business should be. And we took it down to this is a business decision. Yes. And we took the emotion out of it. And yes, he was at fault for always taking care of his coaches and always giving them a little extra. And he's Probably, I don't know the answer, but even though he discounted some of his rates, he's probably going to pay them full, full commission. Sure, he's going to take the loss. And you know, I started this podcast with saying, "You are the owner of the gym; you take all the risk. This business needs to benefit you, not the coaches. Right? It needs to benefit the business. So first, first, obviously, if you're in a great place, you can take care of everybody. Then take care of everybody. I'm not saying don't take care of sure. people. Like if you can do it, like I tell my coaches here, and I get weird looks from Aaron sometimes when I say this stuff. I'm like, look, I want to pay everybody 150 grand. Right. Like, I don't care about how much you make, but the business needs to support it. Sure. And so they, they get this twinkle in their eye and they're ready to do it. Because I'm not, if I have $5 million coming in and my expenses are exactly the same as they are today, guess what? Everybody's making one sure, yeah. I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me because yeah. we're, we're very healthy here. So yeah, that's it. So if you, <laughs> if you want this style of coaching, this is just, yeah, this is a good little glimpse of what we talk about. Or if you're interested in the automation workshop, which is kind of what we started the podcast about, jump on a call. There's just, at, the, it's, at certain point, we get a little too busy with our coaching clients that we can't take on anymore. Sure. So make sure that you jump on this call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call, get on with Randy and see if this is a good fit for you. If it is, I'd love to help you, right? Yeah. I'd love to help you win. That's what drives us. Like we have this thing, we help gym owners win. That's, yep. that, and the winning means a lot of things to a lot of different people. For some, it's completely removing them out of the business, and that's the way they win. For some, it's I want to work in the business, but do certain things only in the business. I'm doing too much, but I still want to stay in the business. That's a win for them. 
whatever it is. A lot of here, and here's the thing, guys. You sit in one of those categories, right? A lot of you listening are still working part time, full time jobs outside of your fitness business to support your lifestyle and the business itself. If you're still in that, you know, realm, get on a call. Let's figure out how to because that's that's a very difficult position to be in, and. That is 100% the intention behind the podcast, behind our coaching program, is to get you guys where you want to be. Right. And that's the reason that there is some sub- subjectivity in winning. Yeah. Is because we want to lock arms with your goals and run to your yeah. level of success. Perfect. All right. I'll leave it on that. Until next time, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.